is in the know for Wednesday, May 12th, the 132nd day of 2021. There are 233 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using SoundCloud or iTunes podcasts on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country, and kind of get back in the saddle, into the routine of things, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Try it again. Hmm. Your microphone is not working. Uh, can you borrow uh, Whitney's really quick there? Just to see. Good morning. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, that's extremely yeah. that's extremely strange. Uh, I've yeah. never seen that happen before, and everything looks like it should be uh, should be working. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. Been gone for a couple of days, so yes. uh, things have been. Um, um, a little off. They have, have been definitely uh, a little bit off. I read a story about sometimes when we go out in the summer, you make us put dryer sheets in our pockets. Yes. Because they keep bugs away. Correct. Well, we have members of the United States Postal Service who are doing something similar because they run into mailboxes that have wasps that oh. nest in them. So because they don't want to get stung when they deliver the mail, they put dryer sheets in your mailboxes. So just don't be surprised if for whatever reason you open your mailbox and there's a dryer sheet in there. Well, and leave them in there. Yeah, that's right. You shouldn't take them right. out because they're serving a purpose right. there. But it would be odd. You go, well, why is there a dryer <laughs> sheet in my uh, in in my box? That just doesn't make any doesn't make any sense at all. We say good morning over there in uh, chair number, uh, technically you're in chair number two. It is uh, Grayson County Ag Extension Agent Whitney Carmen. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome back. Glad to be back. It's good to see you. Yeah. Uh, you found? Have you found any um, dryer sheets in your mailbox? I have not, but I have used the dryer sheet method several times. That's a life hack that you use? Yeah. Why don't you find that wireless microphone while you get a chance over there? So uh, uh, welcome back uh, to everyone. Give you a little bit of an idea of uh, I'm just happy to be here this morning. <laughs> uh, I had uh, unexpectedly been absent for the last uh, couple of days due to uh, an, a sudden illness yesterday morning. And if you've been around, uh, well, if you know me at all, I don't get sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm blessed with a uh, blessed with a pretty good uh, immune system and uh, thankful for that, by the way. And so, uh, but yesterday morning, I ran into something that uh, got the better of me and um, spent about, oh, 36 hours under the weather or so. And then finally got things remedied uh, late morning yesterday. I uh, drug myself to my desk for a couple of hours yesterday afternoon, and today I hope that I'm back. Um, I won't say that I'm 100%, but I'll say that I'm 97.378%. That's really Well, I was just trying to, trying to be accurate. Well, so to be clear, it it was actually Monday morning, not yesterday morning. Uh, well, it feels, yeah. like, yeah, it feels like yesterday <laughs> well, morning. But I did keep him um, on Finnegan, so... His days of kind of, yeah, 
blended together. <laughs> it did. Uh, Finnegan is it, not my friend. It either. was just to, it was just best to kind of uh, ride out the storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we had to make some sudden changes to scheduling and move people around and all that stuff. So I'm. Um, I'm still trying to get back to normal, but I'm here, and I feel uh, accomplished to be here this morning, so that's <laughs> that's good. Uh, dry and breezy day ahead, and uh, we'll see some drier weather, but rain chances look small until later Saturday night and then into Sunday when a warm front will push through. Today, we'll see mostly sunny and breezy, a high of 68, mostly clear, low of 43, partly cloudy for tomorrow, and a high of 68. If you look at the 10-day forecast, we'll maybe get... 80 degrees on Monday and then settle into a 70-degree period for most of next week. So uh, things are looking better. Finally, maybe spring is over and we'll be making a uh, making a pivot toward summer by the time we get into uh, the final portions of May. So that will be uh, good news. If you've been waiting for the warm weather, I think it's going to be on the way. I've been waiting. Yes, You've been, waiting. <laughs> been counting down. Me too. Have there been cool nights at the ballpark? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've spent a lot of weekends. Actually, it's been rainy a whole lot, and so we've had to wear the rain gear. So I'm I, over it. <laughs> I guess come August, when it's um, still 80 degrees at uh, 7:30 at night, I and it's 80 percent humidity, I'm you'll not, be. Wi- I would rather it be that <laughs> I don't way. Complain I don't need that. You'll be wishing for the last uh, the last few days. <laughs> uh, big meeting today in Washington. What's being called a meeting with the Big Four. Mm-hmm. You'll see the president meeting with the big four, that being Schumer, Pelosi, McConnell, McCarthy. And it wouldn't it be my luck that this afternoon after that meeting, I get to have a conversation with Leader McConnell. Ooh. So how, how my conversation with him goes may be based upon how his conversation with President Biden goes. Right. So yesterday afternoon, I got to share with you something interesting. So I told you I drug myself to my desk yesterday afternoon uh-huh. because there was a congressional meeting. Thank you, D. There was a congressional meeting with the KBA and Senator Paul. Mm-hmm. So I got to the meeting. I was present, but I asked someone else to lead it because I wasn't feeling like leading the meeting. But Chris Winkle, who led the meeting, mentioned that I was on the call, mentioned that I was under the weather. And so, Senator Paul, if you were following him yesterday, there was another dust-up with Dr. Fauci in the committee hearing. They were sparring back and forth, and right on cue, there they are on our monitor. And so, Senator Paul, feeling very sporting after his his dust-up with Fauci yesterday, (laughs) he said, Mark, do you want me to put my mask on while we meet? (laughs) And I just chuckled at him, and I volleyed back, and I said, we all know who the mask expert is. You might want to ask him. (gasps) And so he laughed at me, and so he thought that was – so I enjoyed our – we got to have a little wink-wink moment like, yeah, I know what you've been doing Uh today. But now there may be a dust-up between McConnell and Biden in the Big Four meeting today, and I may be the whipping boy. Like, (laughs) Leader McConnell may take it out on me this afternoon and go, hey – what are you, what are you, Good what, luck. Do you, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> but I guess I'll have something to report back tomorrow. Well, hey, I mean, you're, you're meeting with him. So right? maybe you can, if he is in a, in a foul mood, maybe you can bring him to light. <laughs> to be clear, I am scheduled to meet with him. That's the other thing too. <laughs> uh, his day could take a left turn that might make uh, my day uh, take a, a left turn as well. So there'll be other people on the call, but I'm, 
apparently the one who drew the short straw to have to do the speaking. 758 new COVID-19 cases reported by Governor Bashir yesterday. That brings us to almost 450,000, 23 new coronavirus-related deaths. The rolling seven-day positivity rate dropped on down from 3.25 on Monday to 3.15 as of yesterday. Uh, uh, patients on ventilators stayed at 51 yesterday, and hospitalizations increased by 11 to 415 over the weekend. We're still about 1.9 million vaccinations administered. The governor is offering to, um, he's saying that some additional restrictions will be uh, lifted during a virtual press conference. He said on May 28th, they are ending the curfew for bars and restaurants and seating at the bar will be allowed again. He said we're also going to be updating next week our healthy at work guidance and requirements that will provide some flexibility starting May 28th on social distancing. Um, That is one of the things that Senator Paul mentioned yesterday uh, in our conversation with him about if you look, looking from various states, that if you look at Kentucky, Kentucky has just sort of moved on, mm-hmm. even though the restrictions haven't necessarily changed. Yes. And I think that if you look at the Kentucky Derby, what, 51,000 people in attendance, mm-hmm. and they can tie back 10 positive, 10 positive cases. So the percentages out of that uh, showcase that, yeah. Time to do time to do something else. Um, the the biggest challenge, Whitney, you and I were talking be- before going on the air. Uh, one of the things coming up in your building is you know your colleague Kendra is trying mm-hmm. to organize 4-H camp, mm-hmm. and um, you know you got churches trying to organize church camps. Yes. They've already set their plans based mm-hmm. upon the limitations that were in place, you know, a few weeks ago. Right. So this sudden change in the relaxation of some limitations or capacity change is really too little too late because mm-hmm. they they don't have the luxury of going back and completely reworking the logistics that they had in place. Right. So I guess, you know, I, I've been saying for a couple of days is lead on some changes. Don't react to what we've all decided to do. Mm-hmm. Lead on some changes that actually help guide us out of the situation that we're in. Right. I know that she was, they were, their organization that does the camp planning was really, they were waiting till the very last minute, hoping that things would relax a little bit because the kids are outside most of the time and, you know, the things with masks and exercise and activity, you know, they were trying to figure that out. But unfortunately they had to go ahead with the mandates that were in place. I laughingly offered that instead of the normal four-foot separation for Sally down the alley, you have to do eight feet. Do eight feet. Eight feet between you and your down the alley If they're partner. even allowed to Sally, I'm I, not entirely was, sure if they it, are. It can't be 4-H camp without Sally. I know, I, mean, I know. To do it. I mean, come on. Uh, closer to home, the Grayson County Health Department has released a coronavirus update. Yesterday, Health Director Josh Embry reported seven new cases of the virus confirmed between Friday and Monday. Uh, bringing the county's total uh, all-time to 2,217. He did note that there are 18 repeat infections in the county, but a time frame for those 18 infections was not offered. But they're using that as uh, to encourage people that just because you may have suffered COVID-19 at some point in time in the past does not mean you should not be vaccinated. A lot of people, I think, feel invincible or bulletproof or have some level of they feel like that they're protected from that. But eventually that will go away and you probably should be proactive in getting the vaccination if you're open to the idea of vaccination uh, period. I think about like the flu. I mean, you can still get it. It's just 
you know, not as bad yeah. from what I understand. Maybe a, a diluted version of it, but still not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no type of illness is fun. Two people have been airlifted after a head-on collision on Millerstown Street in Clarkson. Yesterday afternoon about noon, Clarkson Police Chief Buck Meredith and the Clarkson and Litchfield Fire Departments, along with Grayson County EMS, responded to the accident on Millerstown Street that's uh, at the Western Kentucky Parkway overpass. Uh, indications were a westbound Buick passenger car entered to the opposite lane of travel, struck an eastbound Toyota passenger car head-on. The female driver of the Buick was airlifted from Clarkson Ballpark to L Hospital. The male driver of the Toyota transported by EMS to Owensboro Health Twin Lakes Medical Center before later being airlifted to University of Louisville Hospital. Traffic diverted around the uh, parkway, uh, Nelson Road, using some detours for a while there, but uh, an awful-looking accident seeing two people airlifted as a result of that accident. A Caneyville man who failed to appear in court on a multitude of charges after twice leading police on pursuits in August of last year and later being arrested on methamphetamine and DUI charges has been captured by Kentucky State Police. 36-year-old Joseph Parks was arrested on Horse Branch Loop in Ohio County on a failure to appear warrant issued by the Grayson County Circuit Court and an indictment warrant issued by the same court. The emergency powers, uh, emergency regulations for historical racing machines have been put on hold. Action yesterday by Legislative Committee on Emergency Administrative Regulations proposed by the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission for historic horse racing machines has been postponed after the commission temporarily withdrew them. The action was taken after the Family Foundation said it was not an appropriate use of emergency regulations by the commission that defied the law's requirement to provide adequate justification for their use and failed to give any consideration to concerns over public health, safety, and welfare. It also disregards a unanimous Kentucky Supreme Court decision that the Family Foundation pursued for years. This is an ongoing interesting case. Yeah, and I don't guess I quite understand. Hasn't that been, hasn't, the Family Foundation has been fighting that for forever, right? They have. Um, And and on a lot of these issues, you know, you hear about them, um, you you hear about them taking up uh, causes a lot and they typically all align Mm -hmm. with you know what we would they all they all kind of draw out of the same well mm-hmm. is my point mm-hmm. and uh, they're very active and they're very powerful mm-hmm. but the horse racing industry is very powerful yes and so this is why I'm I study this with um um I don't I don't know that I want to call myself an innocent bystander because as a Kentuckian I have a vested interest mm-hmm. in the progress and the 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 financial well-being, uh, or also perhaps the moral decay, or like I, I, I suffer the byproducts, good and bad, whatever yes. happens in our state. But I don't really have a vested interest in one or the other. I, mm-hmm. I can't say, well, I'm completely for the Family Foundation. In name, I would be like Family Foundation. Sure, I'm for mm-hmm. that. But I wouldn't also say that I'm adversarial to the horse industry, the equine industry, or even the horse racing and wagering industry. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have strong polar feelings one way or another. But that's why it's interesting to me to watch the two parties kind of back and forth mm-hmm. because it really it, interesting to see who in the end has more power in Kentucky. Right. And is it, does it have to do with the final line of the budget at the end of the day? I mean, most people will tell you follow the money. Right. Um, but Because I do know that that's the big argument is that states around us are already doing this and are already, mm-hmm. you know, fixing their 
budget. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just stating facts. But it's I think that that's what the argument is, is that Kentucky's way behind and we have this horse racing and why not take advantage of it? Well, even going back to the Bevan administration, uh, when people would say, well, medical marijuana, and he would make the case and say, you know, you'd have to smoke or you'd have to take whatever to balance the budget or to fix the mm-hmm. to fix the pension problem. And mm-hmm. I and I understand that argument. Right. But there's also a thing that the Bevan administration used to help get into office was talking about keeping Kentucky's brightest and best at home. Because I remember in Matt Bevan in a debate saying, we raise, we educate, we train, and then we lose to Tennessee or we lose to Indiana or we lose to neighboring states. So I would offer you that by having this extremely uber conservative approach gives us, puts us at a competitive disadvantage for the people who would choose to pursue those things, whether we like them or we don't. Right. Now, I'm not saying I'm for all those things. I can't say, oh, I wish there were sports betting in Kentucky so I can go right out and place a bet. Right. That's not something I'm going to choose to do. But I also think, well, should we be losing that opportunity to Indiana? Is it really stopping Kentuckians from wagering on sports? Well, and that's that, no. I think that's the argument is that they're they're going to do it whether they right. whether it's here or not, you know. And that was the same thing for a lot of different things that you can that have been passed in recent years. But you know, we're losing that out because there are people that are doing it. And I I don't particularly take either, but I do know people that do, and they're not doing it here in Kentucky. They're going other states. Sure. Uh, this I've been also following since Sunday the uh, Medina Spirit. Mm-hmm. So Bob Baffert first says, oh, I didn't. There's none of that. Then yesterday as well, there was some ointment, mm-hmm. which I think is probably an example that shows you a trainer at the level of Bob Baffert clearly has a team of people and a team of veterinarians that look after horses that are in their care, that right. are in their study. And so there's not a there's no way that a Bob Baffert can know everything that happened to a horse at every moment of every day. So I will allow for him to walk that back a little bit. I think what he was trying to say from the beginning was it was not willful in any way. There was no attempt to subvert any type of law or rule or anything that gave this horse a competitive edge. Yeah, and you're hearing, you hear Scuttlebutt around that he is not as, I would say, genuine as he portrays to the media (laughs) but i don't really know of a trainer that probably is you know that you can take that both ways you know that there's there's good and bad to both sides of it so i'm not entirely sure who to believe i'm gonna wait and see what kind of comes about of it before i by the way if you had a bet on medina spirit (laughs) it it counts it counts no even Mm -hmm. if medina spirit loses the derby title you don't lose your winnings the bets were what the bets were the payouts were what the payouts but. were. They're not going to come looking for you. <laughs> However, if you were, if he were not first, and you, if it were to go around, they also think aren't about, paying those. Yeah, I was going to say that could have been way more money. <laughs> if you were on the losing end, they're not paying those either. <laughs> they were just happy with the way it turned yes, out. Yes. Uh, speaking of successful and Hall of Fame trainers, Jack Har- Jack Harlow is not a successful and, and, no. and Hall of Fame trainer, but Jack Harlow was supposed to do riders up at the Derby. And then, well, for whatever reason, went MIA, mm-hmm. and suddenly D. Wayne Lucas is in the paddock doing riders up. And so there had been some scuttlebutt. Where did Jack Harlow go? And there was some belief that he had been in hiding mm-hmm. because he and his entourage had been involved in a shooting 
in yes. Louisville that weekend. And now his DJ has been charged with murder in a May 1st shooting at a nightclub in Louisville. Yeah. I saw that, and I thought, oh, my. If, uh, when I first read the headline, I thought it said him. And I was like, dang, I didn't realize that he was. But it was it was his DJ. Because there was video evidence of all of that that happened. And so. Can I tell you that on the call yesterday that I was telling you about, there were. Listen, there were a bunch of members from the media on this call. Mm -hmm. And on that call, before Senator Paul joined, the initial word that went around the group was that it was Jack Harlow. And then right before the meeting started, they said it wasn't Jack Harlow. It was it was just weird how you've got these media organizations assembled that are sharing information on Zoom going, <laughs> Jack Harlow's about to be arrested. No, it wasn't Jack Harlow. Yeah. It was his it was Ooh. his DJ. And then this picture is troubling. Lightning strikes a Florida highway. And sends a chunk of blacktop th flying through yes. a truck windshield. Oh. Two occupants yes. of a Ford pickup truck were hospitalized after a lightning bolt struck a Florida highway on Monday, sent a piece of roadway flying through the vehicle's windshield. Happened just after 7.30 a.m. Monday between uh, Panama City and Tallahassee in Walton County on I-10. And uh, the two people in the, were uh, two people in the car at the time of the crash. Both were transported to the hospital to be treated for their injuries and unsure of their condition. Scary. That is yes. so scary. And you think a lot about a lot of weird things that you might encounter on the highway, uh -huh. but lightning and a chunk of asphalt is not one of them. No, it's not. So, Whew. hope they're going to be okay. So there you go. Your latest headlines got you caught up on the very latest. Hang around. We've got plenty more here on In the Know. This segment of In the Know is brought to you by the Luttrell Staffing Group's Bell Brands hiring event going on today and tomorrow at the Center on Main between 10 and 2. Permanent full-time jobs starting between 13 13.35 an hour. You could walk out with a job. So interview today in person, 10 to 2 at the Center on Main with the Luttrell Staffing Group. Today is, this says it's International Nurses Day. I guess that's the culmination of Nurses Week, which I think started uh, maybe on Friday or so. Uh, this entire week is Nurses Week, but it is specifically Nurses Day. It is also um, Limerick Day today. <laughs> I try to avoid limericks. They often get me in trouble. Uh-huh. And um, it is also is also National Etiquette Week. Oh, I love this. Mm -hmm. Now, I know this is etiquette is maybe would be something more in the wheelhouse of one Natalie Tall. Sure. Yes? Mm -hmm. I mean, from a curriculum standpoint... Yes. That's going to be more of a family and consumer scientist thing Absolutely. than an ag agent thing. Mm -hmm. But will you in, indulge us yes. maybe on a few etiquette? I guess we'll need to decide if these are proper etiquette or not proper etiquette. Okay. Okay. For National Etiquette Week. When, drink, when drinking directly out of a wine bottle... <laughs> Always hold it so your fingers cover the label. Okay. Sure. Uh, well, 
You I thought mean, I was going to go pinkies up, didn't you? Well, no, pinkies no. up. I get that. But I'm I'm more concerned with you drinking straight from right. the wine oh, bottle. That's, that's, so that's, <laughs> that's the etiquette <laughs> yes. issue. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, your dinner table centerpiece should never be anything prepared by a taxidermist. Okay. Oh. Well... I agree with that. Okay. However, so, I don't know that Natalie's family, you know, you know her her, <laughs> her her husband loves taxidermy, so we'll, we'll see if so he might to ask her about that the he next might time disagree. she's here. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. While ears need to be cleaned regularly, mm-hmm. this is a job that should only be done using one's own truck keys. Oh, yeah. Oh. You You're not supposed to clean your ears out anyway with anything sharp. Uh, exactly. What is what He's, I was always told. No, when he said cleaning out ears, automatically went, ugh. Yeah. yeah. All right, Miss Ag Agent. Livestock is usually a poor choice as a wedding gift. These days it is. <laughs> <laughs> the Maybe olden, not in the old days. In the olden days it was okay. It <laughs> what was, you get, you got a wife and two goats or something. Yeah, you know? That was more in the dowry package, yeah. though. I don't know if that's technically a wedding gift. I suppose it's, it is. Yeah, uh, never take a beer to a job interview. No. That's, uh, that's or bad, your mama. Bad etiquette. Yeah, don't take your, don't take your mama. Uh, if you have to vacuum the bed, it is time to change the sheets. Oh, my goodness gracious. Now, my grandmother would lose her mind. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> and from the uh, etiquette department, even if you're certain that you are included in the will, it's considered tacky to drive a U-Haul to the funeral home. Yeah. Oh, it's tacky. <laughs> yeah, it's tacky. Sadly, some of those came as a surprise to people. Really? Not not supposed to be. Nothing surprises me anymore. I ran across a list of things this morning that are 20 years ago that they happened that might trouble us. I was. How old was I 20 years ago? Not old enough. Yeah. (laughs) You always make me feel so old. I was 14. 14. Yeah. Wikipedia was launched mm-hmm. 20 years ago. I remember Wik- I remember that, actually. I do. Because you got to stop carrying your encyclopedia well, around in your backpack. I just remember it was a big thing going into the library and using Wikipedia on the, at the time, still the library computers because right. we didn't have laptops. Lifehouse is hanging by a moment. Was Billboard's top song of the year. I remember that. 20 years ago. The Game Boy Advance, which dominated the holiday wish list for years, first became available. Apple introduced its first ever iPod. That was all the rage. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And the iPod gave us the word podcast. Mm-hmm. So did you have an iPod? I did not have an iPod, but I do okay. remember, like, you were the cool kids if, if you, you had, had the iPod. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. And then they had the iPod Mini. I had the iPod Mini when it came out, but that was several years later. For a while, the original iPods were a bit huge. like unicorns. They, yeah, yeah. they were large. But when you saw them, you thought, wow. Yeah. Um, pretty impressive. Pierce Brosnan was named People's Sexiest Man Alive. Billie Eilish was born <laughs> 20 years ago, and now she's on the cover of Vogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched her on Ellen yesterday morning, so... 
Time Magazine named Rudy Giuliani its person of the year. Because he was still, was he still mayor of New York at that point? He was. And I will tell you, I will remind you just a moment why Mm -hmm. he was person of the year. Did Billie Eilish have anything of import to say? Um, so I'm not a fan. I've not really followed any of that, um, any of her career, but she was interesting and it's kind of prompted me to look into, um, the biography Mm -hmm. that she's done. So, okay. She's had a big transformation. You know, yes. she she mm-hmm. she fought off this becoming, you know, having fashion sense and mm-hmm. it was all sweatshirts and T shirts and then yeah. and then all of a sudden she's on the cover of Vogue and you go, Oh wow. Yeah, it, um, and she did talk about some of that. So Michael Jordan became the fourth ever NBA player to score thirty thousand points. Accomplishing the feat as a member of the Washington Wizards. I can't. I don't remember him still playing at that point, but I guess you're right. Yeah, he was in the swan song. He was in his you yeah, know, final days. Yeah, he came days. back for that. Yeah, Gladiator won the Oscar for Best Picture, and star Russell Crowe won Best Actor. We were introduced to Shrek and Donkey. Oh yeah, for the first time <laughs> twenty years ago. Do you love Shrek? Donkey, Donkey. <laughs> when the bird explodes, is yeah. the absolute best. <laughs> Harry yes. Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or Sorcerer's Stone, was the biggest movie of the year, eventually grossing one more than $1 billion. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman called it quits 20 years ago today. No, 20 years ago, not 20 years ago today. I mean, when I think of she and Keith Urban, I think, well, they've been together for a long time. Yeah. I, can't, you know, I almost forget that Tom Cruise and Tom Nicole Cruise Kidman were, mm-hmm. were a thing. Yes, And then, of course, it was 20 years ago that... Uh, we had the nine eleven tragedy, mm-hmm. which then you know all that was was related to right Rudy and just times have changed for old Rudy Giuliani. Mm-hmm. Sure has a lot uh, a lot different than it was. If you're heading out on summer vacation and making summertime plans, it's the season for treating yourself. And if you want to go to Hershey's Chocolate World in Pennsylvania. You'll want to know about the all-new seasonal items that they're bringing along for guests to enjoy. It's a brand-new Reese's Stuff Your Cup experience that will allow you to make your very own one-of-a-kind Reese's Cup using different mix-ins. Hmm. I like me a Reese's Cup. Oh, I do, too. But um, Reese's. I'm a classic, regular size. Don't big stuff it. Don't make it mini. I like a classic... Yes, you don't like the eggs or the Christmas trees? Um, occasionally, but mm, I'm See, more I think of a, there's something about those that are better than the original. I'm not a sweet eater, so. Only out of obligation at the holidays <laughs> do you feel like you have to have an egg or a Christmas tree. Sort of, And only yeah. have one. Yeah. Kind of like having a Cadbury egg. You got to yeah, have just have one, one, you know, just because. I will tell you, if I were going to Hershey's uh, World, uh, I would enjoy making one of these, but it would be not for consumption. It would be merely just as a showpiece to say that I made one. I don't really want to mess with the ratio. Right. I love, I think it's perfection the right. way that it is. It doesn't need my help. Where, what, isn't it that the story behind the Reese's Cup, didn't he work for Hershey and try to do this on his own? And the, I don't, there was some sort of, I was watching something on History Channel about it mm-hmm. and they were talking about the story and how all that was made. And then he got, and then the company got acquired yes. later because of being successful. That's right. Yes. You'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to do this for $15. That's a lot. That'd be all right. I mean, it, 
but for an experience, it like yeah. it, well, it looked large. Yeah. If that's a yeah. if that's a true to life size, then I'd um, be all right with that. <laughs> Especially, well, my guess is you've probably already paid oh, to get into yeah. the yeah, place. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is like the extra. Mm-hmm. So this is the. I have an example, but I'm not going to give the plug. So <laughs> okay. I got it. Uh, there's this new hack video that is confusing Twitter. And it involves using Prego spaghetti sauce. I haven't seen it. All right. So here's the video if you're watching. Okay. There's a user on Twitter who professes the easiest way to feed a large number of people. That's a mess. Is to pour Prego spaghetti sauce straight onto the countertop. Then throw meatballs in on top of that. And smear it, then pour Parmesan cheese on the top of that, straight onto your countertop, like a That's marble, a like a marble slab, just with the sauce. And then she's going to cover all of that in spaghetti. I, I can't even. I, I, I can't with that because that that to me is like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to clean that up when that's done. Well, yeah, and you can eat off of my countertops. 90% of the time. But that yeah. is disgusting. She says this is the easiest way to make spaghetti for a crowd. But if that crowd... And now she's going to toss it. it. Counter, now she's going to... Mm-hmm. Now There is no way. I would even... Isn't it mm-hmm. just gross? It's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you've ever been on TikTok well, and all the crazy things they do, that's... Mm. Is it gross or does it just strike us as gross? Well, I don't necessarily think it's gross sanitary. I'm sure she sanitized the counter. I just... Because you think about a crawfish boil. You know, you're throwing food on the table to eat. Okay. Yeah. Well. I just... That's not... That's not a normal thing. You know, when I'm thinking of spaghetti, I'm thinking I'm... Mixing it all together in a pot and well, then I, pouring it in if a... If I did this at my house, would you eat it? I mean, okay, don't do my house. But, like, if you were invited somewhere... And, I don't and know that I would. There, I, I don't but mean, I would do a crawfish I'm like, boil. Do you so have, like, garlic bread? Because that's what I'm going to have. that up <laughs> on the counter. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, one person asked, what trauma in these people lives, people's lives caused them to hate plates so much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it you have against plates? Just, a platter will do. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today's Did You Know is brought to you by the Luttrell Staffing Group's Bell Cheese Hiring Event. Today, 10 to 2 at the Center on Main in Litchfield. They'll be hiring for full-time permanent jobs, making 13 to 35 an hour. Free two forms of ID. Show up between 10 and 2. Interview on the spot. Walk out with a job today with the Luttrell Staffing Group and Bell Cheese. LuttrellStaffing.com. Today's Did You Know. In England, in the 1880s, pants, the word pants was considered a dirty word. That's funny. <laughs> we just take it for, I mean, we, yeah. we just, we was just it because use they it. they didn't wear, they wore skirts and, you know, fancy stuff? Well, that... but pants is short for pantaloons. Yeah. So maybe that's. So is that, was that, was pants the dirty version of pantaloons? Were you being all like, salacious yeah. by yeah. saying pants? 
I don't know. But now we just use it all willy-nilly. Put your pants on. Put your big girl pants on. That's right. It. And so I'm just wondering, like, there are there any sticklers out there that mm-hmm. take offense? If you say pants in front of them, they, oh, dear. Hmm. Don't be a cad. <laughs> Would that be right? Was that the proper use of the word cad? I think so. Okay. I wasn't sure. Uh, good news for those of you who have been anxiously awaiting an update on Betty White. Uh-oh. If you'll remember, a year ago, there was a big movement that cried out that said, if COVID-19 gets Betty White, we'll never forgive it. Right. Good news, more than a year into the pandemic, she's still healthy and safe at home. She's looking forward to summer when she can safely enjoy the outdoors and regain her freedom. She's a national treasure. I love her. Is she in California? She, she is. Live? I was going to say, I bet they're still all locked down. So She's been she's keeping been herself busy at home reading, watching TV, and doing crossword puzzles, according to her representative. We're told there's one thing the pandemic has severely affected in her life, which is her ability to regularly interact with friends face-to-face. Mm-hmm. So, As have we all. And what a career she has, uh, she has had. Things are different in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. They, things are different. They do things differently. So why should their NFL team be any different? <laughs> no, what now? <laughs> There's no telling. You may remember last season when they had the ceremonial lighting, lighting. of the torch. Yes. Which was built up to be this big, great thing. And then it just... It wasn't because nobody was there. It just left something to be desired. This eternal flame that burns at the Allegiant Stadium, which supposedly you can see from the strip. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's, you know, to be able to look across the way and see that flame, that'll be fine. But, Whitney, you you like a good football game. Mm -hmm, I sure do. And, Miss Buckles, you like Las Vegas. Oh, yes. You you both probably have pinned to the club. At some point in my life, yes. So what about... Not so much these days. If they put the club in the end zone at the Raiders game. Well, that makes I me like football a, a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. That's kind of like the... Well, never mind. I'm not going there. In a partnership with Wynn Resorts, the north end zone in Allegiant Stadium will be home to the Wynn Field Club a sprawling 11,000-square-foot nightclub. The wholly original stadium features a premium bottle service, two DJ booths that will feature acts from Wynn's DJ roster, 42 televisions, 9-by-35-foot LED screens, and a 45,000-watt sound system. They could be a so lot are they of there fun. to party or are they there to watch the game? That's what I want to know. And will the club be louder than the game? That's my... <laughs> Because you know, well, I don't know. Is isn't there a rule that you're not supposed to be playing music during live action of the game yes. in any sort of sport? Is that correct? Yes. So okay. do you just do you just party down during the timeouts, <laughs> and then you just have to stand there and look at the field? So, uh, but but that's the thing. I mean, don't they do that anyway? Because any ever any game I've ever been to, they're playing music and doing things. You know, mm-hmm. b- between. Oh, this has to be better. But I've not seen premium bottle service. (laughs) Well, but we also aren't privy to the Woodward Reserve Room either. That's true. Yeah, I don't uh, don't have have access to anything like that. The Winfield Club specializes in a -a one-of-a-kind quality guest experience. I mean, I would 
try it out, I'm sure. Okay, so question yeah. is, how many seasons does this last? I don't know, but, you know, I you say that, but I've been to St. Louis's ballpark, Bush Stadium, and across the outfield from it is their – they're Fourth Street Live, you know. They're uh-huh. little. Yeah. It's right. whatever. I can't think of the name of it. So they've got balcony seats in their bars, and they can sit and watch the game from those from those bars. So I yeah. mean, it's similar, I guess. Just kind of like they do outside yeah. of Wrigley. Yeah, kinda. yeah, yeah. I can get, but in the end zone. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the equivalent of the eruption zone. Yeah, but on the level of a football field. <laughs> so here's what I think, though. I think that they're going to have capacity restrictions. Yes, they will. At NFL stadiums. And this is going to be a one-time opportunity for them to repurpose an end zone and turn it for the notoriety of having a club at an NFL game mm-hmm. that with the beginning of next season, this won't this won't even be a consideration. Yeah. It's a one-time thing for them to take advantage of, is yeah. my guess. Yeah. Because the two... They, I mean, they might be okay in their own right individually, but I don't see. I don't think they mesh very well together. No, but that's just me. And for fans of Grey's Anatomy, congratulations, Grey's Anatomy coming back for season eighteen. Yay. Can I tell you a funny story? I saw the meme this morning that said, "Even the cicadas are like, it's coming back again." <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> so the cicadas were around, you know. Yeah, that's very good. Sandra O oh says she's moved on though. Sandra O, oh, okay. not coming back. Ellen Pompeo does continue on in season eighteen though. So there you go. We got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. When I was a little MB's point to ponder for today. We haven't done a would you rather for a while, so here's a would you rather. I like these. Would you rather all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? Oh, absolutely not standing in line. I don't encounter enough traffic lights. Okay. So, Whitney. yeah, that's a good thought, but I really like to drive. Like, I like to not have to stop. <laughs> so, so, you like to be I'm going to do the green light unobstructed. <laughs> yes. So, I my immediate thing was um, Dixie was Highway. stand in line, but then I thought, well, but where we live, we really don't encounter that many stoplights. Right. Then, if, if if you live in Louisville or you live in some other metropolitan area, there are a lot more stoplights in your path than what we deal with here in the more rural parts right. of the world. So if I lived somewhere else, would I feel differently? But then there's more line standing. Also, if you live in a more dense population. Mm-hmm. So right now, I'm going, well, so I'd never have to stand in line at Disney World? Right. Then, okay, then I'll take the... The I'll, airport? I'll, okay, I've got that. But if I've got to live somewhere else, I might Well, feel and I think, too, about all of the... I'm thinking standing in line like grocery store. I don't have to do that anymore because I pick my groceries up most of the time, so right. I don't have to worry about that anyway. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because that's the smart thing to do. It requires a little <laughs> bit of planning, but just a little bit of planning. It saves me money. Saves you a whole lot. Yes. No impulse buying. That's right. On television tonight, you know television is a barren wasteland when the two highlights on television are premieres of shows on MTV. The season two premiere of The Hills New Beginnings and the season four premiere of Siesta Key on MTV. Don't do it. Just they're don't trying, even watch they're it. They're trying to now. Listen, that was so 2010. Okay, we're 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 trying to leave, relive those glory days, and let's just not. So 
point of order. Was it 2010 that were the glory days? Well, you know what? Their glory days. <laughs> okay. Not, not. <laughs> I'm going to go. I think my glory I'm days were about pre-2010. That glory days, <laughs> not mine and not yours. Okay. All right. I, I got it. <laughs> like, you know, they're just, wow. they're milking their money for all it's worth, I, I think. I mean, you know, yeah, like Bruce cow. Springsteen glory days in 1984. <laughs> no, no. I'm thinking, well. No, okay. not those glory days. <laughs> Today's highlight in history, this date in 1949, the Soviet Union lifted the Berlin blockade, which the Western powers had succeeded in circumventing with the Berlin airlift. In 1955, Manhattan's last elevated rail line, the 3rd Avenue L, ceased operation. 1955. Hmm. So I guess Chicago mm-hmm. is one of the... No, there's still elevated trains in Manhattan, aren't there? Maybe I, not Manhattan. Other portions of New yeah, York there are. So, yeah. Not Manhattan. All right, that's the difference. That makes sense. Birthdays today. Burt Bacharach is 93 today. Linda Dano is 78. Steve Winwood is 73. Billy Squire is 71 today. Actor Ving Rames is 62 today. I think we are obligated to have Arby's roast beef for lunch. Okay. Because Ving Rames is the, we have the meat. Yes. Okay, who's going? Um... Went by there yesterday, but I didn't. I will, maybe. <laughs> Emilio Estevez is 59 today. Stephen Baldwin is 55. Kim Fields is 52. She played Tootie on The Facts of Life. Jason Biggs is 43 today. Jason Biggs. Wow. From American <laughs> Pie. Which American Pie were you watching the other day? Two um, or three? I actually watched... Um, or Wedding. Well, yeah. so I, I, I caught um, half of the first one. All of the second and pretty much all of wedding. Yeah, I noticed. I've looked and you're like you were recording us. Like, my oh. that is the one movie in my that my husband will stop what he's doing and watch. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, that's it, his. Fa- those are his favorites. He's of course he's you know a kid at heart, but yeah. you know, Rami Malek is forty today. Boy, he did such a good job playing Freddie Mercury. Yes, and I guess we're going to get to see him play Bond villain. Yes. One of these days. I was going to say, I think that uh, they were recording if, it. If they ever decide to okay. release the movie. Florence Nightingale was born this date in 1820. Catherine Hepburn in 1907. Yogi Berra in 1925. Not Yogi Bear. Yogi Berra. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tom Snyder in 1936. George Carlin in 1937. Tom Snyder. Let's find a chart topper. I used to love watching Tom Snyder late, on, late at night on television. Uh, he's a good interviewer. Mm-hmm. Let's go to 1958. Our our neighbors from down the road, the Everly Brothers, were number one. With all I have to do is dream. I like them because they're our neighbors from down the road, but. Could, Only so much of that song you can yeah, take. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels wait, like forever. Wake up, little Susie is one thing. You know, you know mm-hmm. oh, all right, we're going to dance around a little bit, but I don't know. Uh, let's go, let's uh, forward ourselves nine years to 1967. Did I mention 1967? Yeah, I think so. Can somebody give me 1967? Mm-hmm. Do you like good music? Arthur Conley. Sweet Soul Music, number one in, did I mention 1967? <laughs> bah, bah. Spot 
It's better than the Everly Brothers. Oh, absolutely. Can I, like, move around yeah. to it at least. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it was kind of one of those early, I, I don't know, was it the original shout-out song? Maybe. I mean, calling out all these people that you need to, yeah. that are singing that sweet soul music. I mean, could have been. Let's go to 1976, Boogie The Silvers Boogie and Boogie Fever. I can think of songs that make me want to boogie more than this. Me too. Oh, yeah. I really tried to give it a try. I really wanted to give it a chance. I wanted to like it more than I did like it. I just couldn't fake it. Is that fair enough? Uh, it is. Uh, 1985. Simple Mind. I realize there are a lot of songs that immediately remind you of a movie. Yep, this is one of them. But there is not any better than this right. one. Like there is not, there might be some equals to this, but there are not, there's not any songs that you go more than this. Right. What a great movie. Mm-hmm. John this Hughes. Movie. And kids, don't watch. If you've never seen it, don't watch the edited version. There's, there are a couple of movies that I don't care. You are doing yourself a disservice if you ever watch the edited version of this movie first. Right. Because there's a flow, there's a meter to the dialogue that when they chop it up, it gets lost. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. <laughs> Same thing with Smokey and the Bandit. My kids uh, had to watch the edited version of that, though. <laughs> or you could just wait until later in life and yeah. show it to them, and yeah. <laughs> that's okay as well. Uh, 1994, Ace of Base, The Sign. Sorry, ladies, we didn't get to R. Kelly's Ignition today, number one in 03. I love that song. <laughs> oh. Do you feel like, you're being, you're, you're, that way? Do you feel like you're being shortchanged? Like 94? 94 was The Sign by oh, Ace of Base. Oh, yeah, I remember that song. Okay. What year was this? 2003. There we go. That's what I thought. I was going to say, I know it's possible. So there you go. You got a little pop I have a specific time in my life or a specific scenario in my life in this song. It was kind of funny. Are we allowed to play canceled music, though? I don't know. We'll have to check. We'll have to check with the jury and see. And then Flo Rida Wild Ones, number one in 2012. All right, Whitney, thanks for coming in. Yep, today. Glad to be here. Good to, good to see you, and I look forward to seeing you back here again soon. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. The best way to help someone is not to change them, but to help them reveal the greatest version of themselves. The best way to help someone is not to change them, but to help them reveal the greatest version of themselves. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here for another edition of our show. For Whitney Carmen, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.